G'day guys and welcome to another episode of Let's Go Brandon Green. Right now we're going to uh, get into Trump's indictment and we've got Judge Joe Brown explaining it to us like we're five I guess. Uh, Jesse Peterson, the great Jesse Peterson's um, had Judge Joe Brown on his show this week. It's going to be fantastic. So let's see what a proper level-headed right-wing judge and coloured person of colour too. We'll throw that one in because the left love that. And uh, we'll, we'll get into it. See what someone with a bit of common sense has what, to say uh, about it. What's your opinion on uh, what's happening with the great white hope, Donald Trump, right now? You have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and may be used, et cetera, et cetera. We know those as the Miranda rights. Miranda was not a nice person. But when you have law, a lot of times some of the most sacred principles are established through the ages or the agency of somebody that's not nice. Now, if you're worried about downing Trump, you lose track of the fact that what you see, the indictments in New York, uh, Florida, and Georgia are completely outside of the law. Take what this clown brag did in New York. Whether you like Trump or not, essentially what they did is indicted him for being the victim of a blackmail attempt. They said he attempted to bribe Stormy Daniels to remain silent. This guy didn't go to law school and didn't pay much attention when he was there because when you flip the script as you were instructed first year, if you had to pay somebody to be quiet, you got blackmailed. So he's the victim of a felony. If you and Ah, you see that? Trump's a victim of a felony. There we go. Indict a corporation for failure to file an explicit report as to what the payout was, well, there was a court gag order, and if they filed the explicit report, they violated the court gag order. Okay, get to Georgia. I won't belabor all of the accounts, but right. I downloaded the 92-page indictment, and I was shocked to find that some of the crimes were that Trump is supposed to have advocated checking out Newsmax, Fox News, and some other conservative religious-based uh, news institutions, they're legal. Hell, I read them. <laughs> so that's supposed to be somehow or another criminal now. All right, you get down to this thing in Florida, and they're talking about the documents well, let's forget what Trump did. Let's go back when he was not president of the United States and George Herbert Walker Bush was. There's a case from 1988, U.S. Supreme Court. It's called United States Department of Navy versus Egan, E-G-A-N. And if you read the uh, concurring opinions, they say since constitutionally the president is the commander-in-chief of the military and chief diplomat of the country, he has an inherent power to declassify or classify anything, <laughs> any document, in any form, shape, or fashion he chooses. But does he, what does it say about him doing it after the fact? And looks like there's precedent set there, so that's not very good for Pacman and the, all the lefties. He can do what he wants with it because, guess what? The mandate that causes it to be prepared says it is for the 
exclusive purpose of advising the president on the state of our intelligence versus what's going on in the world. So he also has a fiduciary responsibility, it's been held, that you do, once you take that oath, whether you are in office or not, it still binds you and you have to make an assessment on whether archivists have appropriate security clearances. And also the other thing goes to this. Uh, even if Congress comes up with a law that says he can't, well, that's unconstitutional. And Marbury <laughs> versus Madison, 1803, 220 years ago, says if Congress passes an unconstitutional act. Well, incredible. So it's just fucking as simple as that. 220 years ago, fucking law said that you can't do that. So they're just making up bullshit charges that they know that would just be, like, fucking dismissed just how Judge Joe Brown's dismissing it. This is awesome. It is null and void, and that's what seems to be the case here. So you keep going into it, and you find something that is very disturbing. Individuals belonging to a party are going to do the equivalent of a child in elementary school throwing something at another child and then running to the teacher and saying, teacher, teacher, he's going to hit me. You just wait until you go, my mommy picks me up. You won't be able to catch me. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> See, that's what it looks yeah. like. And the idea that three individuals are going to, or three little entities are going to deprive the American public of who they want to vote for is absolutely disturbing. Let's say it looks like the <laughs> National Socialist Workers Party. Oh. Now, if you're not familiar with that, the acronym for National Socialist Workers Party is Nazi, N-A-Z-I. And we remember Adolf and Heinrich and all those guys. Amazing. Let me what ask, happened? <clears throat> let me ask this. Do you think they're going to put him in prison? I there's no way this should stand on appeal. What they want to do is take allowance of what Biden and Spinach and Byrd introduced 40 years ago is legislation that allows a U.S. attorney for the specific purpose of crippling someone, bringing criminal charges, even if there's no chance of making them stick. This is what I said was happening when they started the prosecution of Dr. Bill Cosby. I said, this is so far on the wrong side of the Fifth Amendment, there's no way it would stand. Now, I've talked to Dr. Cosby personally several times since he got out, and they offered him immediately, we'll let you out two or three days if you'll just go along and concede. No way. He wouldn't. And the bottom line is you can't violate the Fifth Amendment by saying one DA says we're not going to prosecute. Okay, so now he doesn't have any protection against being required in a civil matter to answer interrogatories. And then another DA coming in and saying we're not bound by that. We're going to take his interrogatories and use them as the basis for our prosecution. He never admitted wrong. All he was doing was saying, hey, it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll, yeah. sex revolution. When all this was going on, they got what they <laughs> wanted. I didn't take advantage of them. But you see, those were constitutional principles that are more important than anyone's grievance because they impact all of us. That's what's scary about this whole thing. Amazing. 
Um, short answer. What is the solution to all this mess? Home training. But since we don't have home training, we have to get back to where we were 40 years ago, 45, 50, 60 years ago, which is churches, synagogues, mosques, temples, yep. the public, the movies, the entertainment industry. The people start talking about character, making where you live a better, safer, more secure place filled with economic prosperity, sense of purpose, etc. Being brave and courageous men and women of public peace, dignity, order, otherwise, where it's up to us to do this. Nobody's going to do it for us. Yes. So we need some more morals and everything back in, in, the, in the family life and Good luck getting that happening. Government just loves interfering in your life, so that that won't be happening. Judge Joe Brown, buddy.